What up, this your boy Marty and your boy Manny. We here on the 21 and 0 podcast where we sweep that ass right up off the court, the football field, the hockey ring, the baseball diamond, whatever one y'all want to put it on, we sweeping that ass right up off of there. That's the point of 21 and 0, man. It, it's so interesting to me. Uh, everybody got something to say about Kyrie. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I like. I understand that you gotta kind of check in with your people or whatever, and it's a job. But like, there's two mentalities that bother me. They think because you work for somebody, they own you. Mm-hmm. Just in general, people have their mindset because you work for somebody and because they pay you, they just own you and they own your thoughts right. and they own everything you do. That's not true. People like need to get out of that mindset. That's the problem people have now. You think your job consumes you and it owns you, and it doesn't at all. Like it, people, people always see work and employment as one way. It's like my employer is providing me a job. They're giving me money. They're giving me this. They're giving me that. But what you're not realizing is you're giving them something too. The work that you're putting out. It's a two. It's a two way street. It's like it's not just them. They don't just do everything. Like so. That's typically the they don't want you to feel as important as them. So. All right. But that's how you can keep that mind state that you're talking about. Right. <laughs> no. So people need to snap out of that. And in a second, I don't know why people tell him to retire. Think he's going to quit. He's not going to quit, man. Whatever he's going through, I'm sure he'll get through it and he'll be back. Is it going to be when y'all want him to be back? No. And if y'all keep pushing him, he might not show back up at all. Like, but I don't think he's going to retire. Like, I, I just think that, like... Kyrie is a different dude, and the Nets know that, and so I feel like eventually, you know, right? Because I'm gonna figure it out. He's not gonna let Kevin Durant down like that. No, that's that's my first and initial thought. My bet is is Kyrie will probably be gone another week or so, and then he'll be back. And honestly, I think he might come back even earlier than probably what he planned on because. Just because, like, of what just happened with uh, James Hart. Right. I think so, too, because that's, that's what I was going to say. But between possibly letting down Kevin Durant, who was the, the whole point of this thing, looking over his best friend and shit, and then the opportunity to win it and play with James Harden on top of that, that's, that's, you don't just, this don't just happen overnight. This don't just happen frequently these type of three superstars hooking up like that i mean yeah we've been having the big threes but this is that that, that is potential to be crazy because between james harden and kevin durant all three of them would they just score that's just wild right like i just so i don't see him just one dwindling away this massive opportunity for nothing seemingly Right. I mean, like we said, we don't know what he's going through, but we're going to just say that for fight. But I don't understand why. I don't get why so much hate for Kyrie. Like, besides this, I feel like they just hate him. Because he's eccentric. Anytime somebody different like that, most people are not going to like it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. I mean, uh, I just, I feel like it's so much. It's so much hate and vitriol, especially from people like Kendrick Perkins and Stephen A. Smith. But but people like that kill me because like I, I remember vividly when Kyrie went on first tape when he went to Boston and did an interview. Stephen A. Smith was sucking up to him. 
like Max was Max was trying to go at him, but like Stephen A. Smith was not doing that. He he just seemed like the type of person you like when you in his face and you talking to him about something that's real. He just don't give you that vibe, and then they wonder why people hate the media because y'all gonna go print all these stories about me, but when you're in my face, you wanna act like you're my friend, like. Or just like when he got mad at Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant didn't tell him where he was going. <laughs> Kevin Durant didn't tell him where he was going when. Like like when uh, it was a while back when KD, uh, this was before KD went to Golden State. And uh, Stephen A was reporting that he was going to the Lakers. And KD said that's not true. And then they had like a whole little fallout or whatever. Um, I had like a little hole falling out or whatever and he was getting upset that Katie wouldn't kind of like talk to him about it or whatever instead of coming out and just saying his reporting was false <laughs> Stephen A. yeah man I don't remember that <laughs> yeah man I just it's it's crazy to me that um now don't get me wrong I like I like I like sports media and, and some sports media, I'll say. I don't even take it as much as I used to. Like, first take. Yeah. And I watch Undisputed every now and again. Just because Shannon Sharp is hilarious. But it's just like... Nah. I ain't gonna lie, for the most part, I listen to all of them. <laughs> Shannon Sharp is just so funny. Like, he's hilarious. But I don't watch... I used to watch first take and Undisputed every day. I will watch Undisputed when it was on, and then I will watch the playback of First Take. But I, I just I can't do it no more, just because like I feel like it's so many biases and opinion, and that's the way the show is set up. Like, let me not get it wrong. Like, that's the way the show is set up. The show is set up so people have opinions, it evokes that emotion, and you watch it because you want to see that emotion or whatever. Um, you know, you got one side, the LeBron lover, which I feel like. I feel like the difference between because like on Undisputed, Shannon Sharp obviously is the LeBron lover, and, and you know if you watch First Things First with Nick Wright, which I don't, I don't watch that show at all. Uh, I watched like <laughs> one episode when Chris Carter when Chris Carter was there, and then I never watched it again because Nick Wright is just absolutely ridiculous. But um, yeah, Nick Wright character. <laughs> uh, but I watched because if we're talking about LeBron, <laughs> we're gonna have to talk about the way he. <laughs> Couldn't believe that man. <laughs> like I, um, I, but yeah, I, I just like first take is kind of weird because it seemed like Stephen A. Now is kind of starting to be that like LeBron defender or whatever. Like not in the sense right. of like the way, not in the sense of the way that Shannon Sharp does it, but like Stephen A. is kind of taking over that role. Of, like I'm going to defend LeBron now on these points. And Max Kellerman is kind of being that, like, oh, it's another guy that got the throne. Like, they was kind of doing it last year with the Giannis thing when he was saying Giannis and Kawhi was uh, the best players or whatever. So, like, I just I understand the format. I get it. But at the same time, it gets tiring. I get tired of hearing people like Kendrick Perkins just spout off LeBron praise. They never criticize Man. LeBron. All I hear when Kendrick Perkins don't say is, Max, Max. Max, no, Stephen A. I got this, but Max. <laughs> I'm like, this man feedback crazy, ain't it? <laughs> Max. I, 
I don't know why Kendrick Perkins is on TV. And no disrespect to Kendrick Perkins. Like, and everybody said no disrespect before they disrespect somebody. But <laughs> I just, I, I, respectfully, Kendrick Perkins' opinion on TV is not for me. Um, <laughs> it's, I'm sure there's an audience. I'm sure there's an audience for it. But I am not that audience. Um, that's how I used to be with Dominique Foxworthy. I couldn't. You can't. I am when that nigga. I, but hey, and I feel like you kind of wore off on me because now anytime he on first take, I don't even watch it, bro. Well, I, I don't watch first take like that anyway to begin with. But then when they started putting him on the show like that, I was like, oh no. Nah. The funniest part is I actually watch him listen not when he on there, but I could not. Bro, <laughs> just, <my> damn <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like. That whole like that whole dynamic is is very interesting, and then it's like just opposed with just like unrealistic LeBron hate, like you know they hate LeBron so vehemently that they just say anything. Like today, like I watched Undisputed today, and your boy Michael Rappaport was on, which <laughs> we won't get into that, but <laughs> you done with Rappaport? Yes, I am. He was on. He was on. He was on today. Um, your boy Michael Rapp was on today, uh, but it just seemed like today they was kind of you could you could tell like Shannon wasn't being realistic in the fact that he was just making it seem like oh the Nets are not a threat why would we be worried da 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 when that's not true they are. You know, I, I get everybody wants it to fail. You don't like James Harden. You don't like Kyrie. You don't like Kevin Durant. Like, I understand that. Like, you know, for whatever reasons you have, if you don't like them, you don't like them. There's plenty of people that don't like LeBron, but people don't seem to have that same understanding. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he was kind of like, you know, trying to play him and Chris, which Chris Broussard. I like Chris Broussard, like... I feel like he's a genuine person, but at the same time, he kind of teeters that line of where, like, I can't trust what he says, and I don't know that I want to listen to him. <laughs> Sources uh, say. <laughs> Sources say. I like Chris Broussard. I do like Chris Broussard. I do, I do. It's just he, he kind of teeters that line of where. And I feel like he fits into that mold, though, like that reporter mold to him and. Uh, but I think they do a good job of they did a good job of balancing him and Rob out um, with they showed that they got together. Um, but yeah, they was just kind of they was just trying to kind of play it off like you know it's whatever you know if they can get their heads together. But they're no threat to the Lakers. Like the Lakers should be still be clear favorites. I don't know how you say that when you got three superstars on the same team. Everybody's hollering about, oh, how are they going to play defense? Which is really kind of disrespectful to Kevin Durant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I get that their defense isn't good, but Kevin Durant is a good defensive player. Regardless of whether... defense is... I'm going to say underrated. I'm like, he's a good defensive player. I guess they may be saying that because he got to get back to form after the injury. I, I, I don't know, but... I feel like Kevin Durant is a good defensive player. And although James Harden isn't great, he's improved uh, defensively yeah. for sure. He's not going to look great when he was trying to force his way out of Houston. We'll see where he is now. Like, I feel like people are scared to say, you know, and I get that this is an opinion-based show, so you got to give your opinion out. But at the same time, you know, sometimes you got to reserve the right to hold your, hold your opinion. Um... 
Yeah, yeah. like it, you can't you can't be afraid to say like I, I am I reserve my opinion. I reserve my opinion to see how the Nets are. Like, do I think they have what it takes to compete for a championship? Absolutely. You got three superstars. You got Kyrie, Kyrie, Katie, and James Harden, and then they kind of already started. They already kind of putting that narrative out there. Uh, one of them got to take a back seat. Who is it going to be? Right, and I don't think so. I think they could easily all have twenty plus a night. That does, because my thing is, you got three superstars that can explode for fifty at any fifty or more at any time. That's just realistically, like, not that that's gonna be consistent realistically, but you know what I'm saying. Between them, yeah, the Eastern Conference, sixty points a night is easily attainable between them three. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I agree with that. And like, also, I think something that people aren't thinking about is they're saying, well, James Harden has been the leading scorer for this long. How can he? How can you expect him? And James Harden has been sacrificing for people since they got there. They said Chris Paul and James Harden won't gonna work out. That worked. Yeah. James Harden. This yeah. is the yeah. one. Th- this yeah. is. Okay. I mean, okay. See, uh, Warriors. Hell, that one year. Right. I, I, it's like I feel like people think you know just because of how James Harden plays and how he is to a certain extent that he's a selfish player. But his career has shown that he's anything but that. Yeah, I don't think he He willing to make he willing to make anything work to win a championship. He did it with Chris Paul. He was trying to do it with Russell Westbrook and I feel like he gonna come into this situation and try to make it work. Whether it will work or not is up for debate and we will see. But I I don't think you can take anything away from him saying that he won't try to make it work. He will definitely try to make it work. And as far as Kyrie goes, if you worried about it, see this is how I see it, right? It's only one basketball, that's what people keep saying. Kyrie was used to playing off the basketball and granted he left LeBron and they were saying because he wanted to be the man he left LeBron because of how LeBron is and how playing with LeBron is it's a lot of people that want to leave LeBron and LeBron is kind of that person he wears on you a little bit you know it hasn't happened with him in AD yet but it could but it could very well LeBron wears on people and that aura, and I don't even want to say it's LeBron because it's not LeBron. That aura around LeBron, that media frenzy around LeBron. Right. It could be. It could be as simple as that. It don't have to be. I don't. Because you know what? You or whatever to wear on you. I don't it think it's LeBron be. himself. I think his teammates love him. I think they love playing with him. I think people in the league love him to a certain degree that isn't um, just hate. I, I don't think it's LeBron. I think it's all that media stuff around LeBron or, or you know, mm-hmm. just it's all of that that makes all it. All the theatrics. All the theatrics that makes it hard to deal with. And, but Kyrie played off the ball then. He played off the ball when he played with LeBron. So why wouldn't he be able to do it again? He won a championship off the ball. Exactly. I just, you know, it, but it's not, it's not like... Those are points for the Nets, and I still think the Lakers are a good team, and they're deep, and I do think the Nets gave up way too much depth. Is, is it going to be, am I saying the Nets are going to sweep? No, but the Nets definitely have a chance to beat the Lakers. So let's not pretend like it's just not going to yeah, happen. But we also don't need to be like Skip Bayless, where we just pie in the sky, and the Nets just change everything. Right. Skip. Skip. Come on, Skip. Skip Bayless. I don't know, man. My 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 this my thing with the uh, 
that's his right now. That trade, you can't beat it with a stick. You're getting an MVP caliber player that's led the league in scoring. Or has been in the MVP conversation at least the last five or seven, basically since he went to Houston damn near, but I'm not going to say that. But at least the last five to seven years damn near. All right. So essentially, um, my only gripe with the move right now, and it's, I mean, it is what it is at the same breath, he's not that much of a game-changing player was the loss of Jared Allen. To me, the Chris Karras Levert and James Hart, that I mean, you, you're kind of swamping them and you still got Dinwiddie coming back from injury, so that's not that bad. And you can always find a suitable Jamal Crawford role type player that can play back up for now or whatever. You still got Joe Harris, whatever. I, I didn't like the loss of Jared Allen because that's leaving you with, I mean, the only center left on their roster right is DeAndre Jordan, right? That I know of. So, um... I don't like that necessarily because DeAndre Jordan is getting older and he's not that good anymore to me. So, <laughs> uh, but it, I mean, hey, I feel like at the same time, it's not nothing to find a suitable bag up big of Aaron Baines, uh, you know, shit. Uh, uh, I ain't gonna say a Capella and a bag of big, but you know what I'm saying, like a veteran playing, but Enos Cancer, somebody who gonna step in and play and do what they supposed to do and just fill the spot for now. I mean, yeah, I, there's a so they have three roster spots now to pick up stuff. I know that DeAndre Jordan is the only center on their roster, and Skip was kind of talking. Well, Nicholas Claxton is also on their roster, so he's a center, but um, but is he gonna play? No, um, exactly. 